Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? All right. Thanks for Thanks. having me, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for joining. You know, it's uh, got to support each other, right? Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely, man. I love your stuff. Now you got to take advantage of it when you can, you know? Exactly. More, uh, more hype and social media stuff. It's, uh, it's all beneficial in the end, you know? It's the new world we live in, isn't it? Absolutely, buddy. Yeah. I love Absolutely. your setup. I appreciate it. I just got a mic to the side there kind of deal and yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. One second. I'm just going to turn this up here. There we go. So you're in Newfoundland. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. You'll yeah, live in Conception Bay? Yeah. 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 Wow. So you never left home. You pretty much, this is your roots. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's... um. Yeah, I kind of launched a career right in the middle of a pandemic, so it was um, it was hard to travel at that time. Now I'm I'm booking some tour dates and all that kind of stuff, but I've been home, and um, you know I plan on staying here unless something drastic happens, and um, you know I move away from music thing or whatever. But um, I've been able to manage my career from here. So nice. Hey Justin, I think your video went away. Oh, did it? Oh, geez, it did. Went up there. Oh, there, there you are. are. I missed your pretty face. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so congrats yeah. on your single that you've released in this September. Yeah, recently. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's my seventh single, I think, yeah. right now. Yeah, it's seventh studio single for me. And uh, obviously, I had a debut record back in September 2020. And, um, you know, ever since then, ever since that record release, I've, you know, I've gotten some really good feedback regarding what I'm doing and what, how I'm writing. And, um, I guess, you know, the music that I'm releasing and, uh, I teamed up with, um, with now, you know, uh, one of, one of my best buds and producer Clint Curtis, and he's actually in Newfoundland as well in Springdale. Um, and we, you know, we recorded, we, everything we've recorded to date has been remotely. Uh, it's been through Facebook messages and, um, ideas just thrown back and forth, you know, and, um, I've got to give it to him. He's been absolutely fantastic when it comes to, um, you know, vibing what I feel and how I feel I want the song to be produced. And we kind of co-produced it and uh, we continue <clears throat> to do that. And this latest single, um, you know, uh, I, I believe it's, you know, it's uh, it's our strongest yet. And we've got a music video now coming out. I just seen um, parts of that Um uh just got sent back to me a kind of a draft and and we're reviewing that now so that's coming out in the end of the month and yeah so i mean again going back to i guess you know the 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 music that i'm releasing i'm i'm getting good reaction from it and you know positive feedback and um you know if you can write a song and someone else can relate to it i mean that's a songwriter's dream and goal and uh i've gotten some you know some of that good feedback uh, ever since i started this thing so it's just you know continuing on from here you know <laughs> laid back kind of night oh that's just my vibe and that song <laughs> just resonates you know it hits and it's relatable yeah. to anybody you know coast to coast yeah. so you guys are out east and obviously i'm out west here in alberta yeah, for sure but yeah. man the back roads you know <laughs> you grew up yeah that so it was it, it was kind of the 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 concept of the song and the theme of the song was you know let's just get away and and live for tonight and and not worry about tomorrow or not worry mm -hmm. about the past you know just live for tonight and it was you know it was kind of uh, I I got this theme in my head laid back kind of night you know to, uh, you know spend some quiet time in the back roads and you know I do a lot of 
I, I, you know, I do a lot of snowmobiling in the winter time and, and I spend a lot of time in the woods in the summertime. So back roads for me are very familiar. Um, and it fits the country kind of theme as well. Right. So, sure. you know, have you made it out to Alberta? I have, I've, I've been there uh, quite a few times in the last couple of years, actually. Um, we, uh, I've, I haven't played, uh, I, I played at the, um, uh, I think it was the uh, ill-fated customs motorcycle shop oh, uh, for Blue Jay sessions. Yeah, my good buddy uh, Dan Clapson had me out. Um, I was supposed to go out actually um, a couple of months ago. I had it all booked and everything, and my mom got COVID, and um, and I had to stay behind because I was kind of in the same vicinity as her, and I was showing some of the symptoms. I didn't end up having it after, but uh, it was unfortunate. But I love Calgary. Um, I love Alberta. Uh, I've only ever been to Calgary and just outside of Calgary, um, uh, Canmore, I think the place is yes. called. I golfed up there, but I used to work for an oil company, uh, Husky Energy, um, and you know I worked offshore here in St. John's, but I also spent some time at the corporate office as well in Calgary. I, I just love Calgary. I mean, if it was if there was anywhere I'd I'd move today, it would be out west to Calgary for sure. Have you had a chance to go to the Calgary Stampede? Yeah, I have. So uh, Husky, when I was working with Husky, I actually flew up um, and they flew me up for the stampede. And it was it was an absolute um, <laughs> I, it was such a good time. I, I I just can't explain it any more than that. I mean, the the events and, and what happens, you know, the city shuts down and, and it's just, you know, stampede, go, go, go. And um, it was it was a very, very cool experience for me, to say the least. And uh, I mean, obviously, I'm a I'm a country music fan and. Um, uh, you know, just to see the events that were happening and surrounding that that week, and I mean, the big artists flying in and and playing and stuff, and it was just it was it was very cool. I got to say, what was your what is your story? So you were born in Newfoundland. Uh, yeah. Did you grow up around country music? Was mom and dad musicians? How did this happen? Yeah. So uh, my mom and dad directly uh, weren't musicians. They weren't really singers or whatever. I mean, lovers of music. Uh, they listened to a lot of country music, a lot of classic rock, um, kind of a mix. But for me, it really started with my extended family. Uh, I remember uh, at a young age, I started playing guitar when I was 13 years old. And all I wanted to play was these old country songs, these old kind of, you know, um, I, I describe it as, you know, the crying of a steel guitar and and a fiddle um that's all i wanted to hear at a very young age and it was uh, i remember my aunt and uncle had a had a, an old song book that they had typewritered all the words and the lyrics out on this book and this book was probably i don't know it was 100 page 150 pages deep uh and it had all the classic country <laughs> songs on it i mean george jones waylon jennings um merle haggard uh you know you name it and even you know so then i kind of morphed into the more 90s country style um and uh, i started to listen to a lot of alan jackson uh brad paisley keith urban um all, all of these artists and i kind of you know um i guess it was i was morphing into a more of my kind of audience at, at the time when i grew up for for country music but i always had I mean, I could I could sing you a thousand old country songs right now. I mean, it's just um, it's just what I grew up on. And uh, I started playing, you know, at house parties and all that kind of stuff. My mom used to drive me crazy to play. And uh, I just, you know, I do that. But I mean, for me, it was more the entertainment value. I always wanted to sing songs that people could could sing along with and people, you know, um, and it was nothing more pleasurable to me 
then to see, I guess, you know, it's hard to explain, but, but, and, uh, you know, older folk that have listened to this music for so long and you start singing it and you surprise them with it because they don't think that you, you know, you know, that kind of music. And then you get the music out and they're singing along and they're like, wow, how do you know all of this music? So I just kept, I just kept that train going and, and I absolutely loved um, getting that entertainment value and, and making someone's night or making someone's day, you know, playing them, singing them a song. And um, so, you know, fast forward to now, I spent uh, a good part of 12 years gigging on George street. I don't, I'm not sure if you've heard of the famous George street, but it's about, um, yeah, it's just a little street with about, you know, 40 bars packed into one. And I used to go pub to pub for about 12 years. And I was just a cover song kind of guy. And, um, you know, and I, I've always written songs. I just didn't have the, I guess, the push or uh, the confidence to to move forward with, with songs that I had written and to go in to produce them in a studio and all that kind of stuff. I've played with it and toyed with it over the years, but I really found my niche with this current producer and it gave me the confidence to keep going keep uh, writing, keep producing, keep releasing songs. And it's, um, there's something to be said about that. And, you know, for all of the, all the artists out there that are searching to find their own and, and, you know, find something, um, hold on to it when you find it, hold on to it. Because I tell you, it's, uh, it's been a lifetime for me. I'm 36 years old now. It's been a lifetime for me trying to find the right sound, the right producer, the right production that the, you know, and once that happens, it's absolutely magical because what ends up happening is you get a lot of motivation from that um, to write more and to, you know, to sing more because you're now you're confident that, you know, whatever we release is going to sound real good. And um, there's really something to be said about that. And I'm just really, really, really happy and blessed to have the team around me that I have right now. Um, you know, my producer, again, Clint Curtis mentioning him, um, Paula Danny Levich uh, from uh, Hype Music. She's taken me from a PR perspective and really, really put me on the map in Canada. Um, she's done a ton for me, and I can't say enough about her. And um, and uh, my buddy Rob Chuby in Toronto as well. He's a he's a radio tracker, and he kind of shops my songs to radio and all that kind of stuff. It's a small team, but I guarantee it's um, it, it. There's so much work when it comes to an independent artist and any artist at all. Uh, I mean, there's so many platforms to hit. There's so many, um, you know, uh, I guess boxes you have to check when you're releasing music and everything else and process around that is very, um, very in depth. It's it's not a, a one all be all. Like you said, it's different platforms and every day there's a new platform out there where yeah, there's an audience, right? So you have to yeah. capture that. When you talk yeah. about confidence, um, what do you see that you were lacking when you look at the younger you? Do you think yeah. if you had launched at that time, if you had that confidence, maybe the maturity wouldn't have aligned with the confidence or maybe yeah. certain things weren't there that you needed this time to find you? Internally? Yeah, for sure. That's, that's a great question, man. And, and I, I, I believe in everything happens for a reason. And, and you know, uh, just explain my life events outside of what has happened in the last couple of years of my career and everything else. I mean, um, you know, I, I just, you know, when you speak, conf I always had the confidence to get on a stage and wail out a tune. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I always knew that I always knew I could write. I just didn't have, again, going back to the production element. You know, I, I, I kind of knew what a good production was. I've been listening to music for a very long time. So I, I think I had that natural knack that I knew that it was good enough to release or not. And when I heard the first song from Clint, 
um we released in january 2020 it was called long time coming and it was mm-hmm. uh, a song it's just more of a statement song um and it was like hey i'm justin fancy and i'm a country music guy and it's been a long time coming for me you know so that that was that was that song and when i heard that song for the first time i was like okay this is this is where it's at. Now I can take this to the next level. And I had written a pile of songs after I heard that song, just based on the motivation that I could release music and and, and you know the music sound good. My vocal was perfect. Everything was aligned with what I what I what I'd always dreamed of having. Right. Um. So you know, again, everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, all my time spent downtown gigging bars and pubs and, and singing cover songs and everything. It's, it's only taught me to be a better artist. Um, and you know, so that practice for the, like you said, the grand show now, this is your go time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you listen to any, any, uh, any big artists these days, they'll go back to, I mean, especially country artists, because, you know, country, you know, you're, you're, you're in a dive bar, or you're in a, you're in a small pub or whatever. I mean, Alan jo- Jackson wrote a song, um, about it, you know, uh, chasing that neon rainbow it's called. And, and, and basically he's, you know, he's playing bars and pubs all his life. And now he's got the chance that he, you know, he's, he's always chasing that dream. He's chasing that dream, chasing that dream. And finally he gets the opportunity to do so. So, um, you know, there's, there's, there's something to be said about, you know, experience, um, in a small town place in a small pub or a bar or whatever, singing cover songs. I mean, I sang everything from Bon Jovi to, um, you know, the, uh, going back to Irish music, like, um, the, 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 the chief tones, the, uh, the Dubliners, uh, and, and local artists like the Irish descendants here. I sang all of that music, folk music, classic rock country, rock you name it i just morphed into somebody that could play anything that someone requested um you know and, and that you experience ian tyson fan yeah man i love ian tyson love ian tyson yeah man alberta's yeah, very he, own <laughs> oh man no he's he's great he wrote a song uh, i can't remember the name of it now my buddy uh mm-hmm. does um oh my god it'll, it'll come to me it'll come to me but um my my buddy Mike Hanrahan sings it all the time, and he's uh he's a buddy of mine that I gigged with for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, going back to I guess the confidence level, and and going back to you know how how did I get to this point? I think it's all based on experience. I I, I did Canadian Idol in in two thousand eight, finished in the top fifty at Canadian Idol. Um, that was the first step for me that I knew I could be something. Um. And then, you know, after Canadian Idol, I started playing in the bars and pubs. Um, you know, I look back on it now and say, well, I shouldn't have started playing bars and pubs. I should have just started writing music, just started becoming a recording artist or whatever. But then, you know, on the other flip side, again, speaking from experience, it morphed me into a person, a, a, an entertainer now, as well as an artist. So now I'm a recording artist plus an entertainer. Um, and then, you know, I win entertainer of the year at the EC Mays last year. And I mean, it was just, it's, and, and these awards too are extremely motivating for me. It, 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 it tells me that people are listening to my music, reacting to it, relating to it, and they want to hear more. And I mean, it's, it's something to get recognition for what you're doing, you know? How is the community as a whole in Canada or in the, on the East coast been of support to you? Amazing. Um, is all I can say. I mean, 
uh, there's 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 not too much uh, Canadian country music that comes out of the East Coast. Um, so when when I guess when I started kind of blooming a little and becoming emerging and all this kind of stuff, the amount of support I've had has been unbelievable. And it goes right back from the music organizations, Music NL, Arts NL. Um, they they've they've supported me um, like you wouldn't believe, and it's been crazy. Uh, the EC Mays um you know all, all of these organizations have been unbelievable i get people reaching out to me all the time dude i can so relate to this song it means a lot to me um you know and i hope you keep writing hope you keep doing that kind of stuff um but as far as east coast here in newfoundland we're, we're very close knit um so when they see someone you know um starting to have a little bit of success and you know i need anything from votes or anything like that like last year for entertainer of the year um ec may that was all a voting thing so i mean the support is there and uh again it motivates me to keep doing what i'm doing you know it amazes me as an artist to put yourself out there it's your voice it's you physically out there it's not a product or a service um you are the product mm. so how do you take your l's gracefully so you know we all have peaks and valleys in life uh, ups downs moods uh, moments yeah for sure. how do you find ways to be gentle with yourself and not let those that roller coaster of life take you for uh, man it's it, it's it's a difficult task yeah. i will say um and, and you know and especially in this music business there's uh, you know it's a roller coaster of lifetimes 10 in the music business because there's so many lows um and few highs and, and you need to you know you need to i've been lucky enough to have a few highs now in the last couple of years and and you know i've been kind of trending and rising and um but i mean man there's so much disappointment in this industry and then there's you know i've 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 got a full-time job out of this as well or um, outside of this as well i'm an it guy i work for a company in toronto um working from home in cbs here and uh i've got a nine-year-old daughter and uh and the and the you know so music business plus the worry of life, it's a constant, constant struggle. The biggest thing for me was that I was able to open up. Uh, I went through a bad breakup before I wrote this album. <laughs> Common theme on the album is uh, on, on my debut album. And, and some of, you know, most of the songs that I've written are mm -hmm. kind of breakup songs and love songs and whatever else went through a bad breakup with that. And I translated all of my hurt and, you know, kind of, um, the hurt and the, and the, you know, the negative and the positive, And I translated that in lyrics and I think it helped me so much, um, to, to do that. But I mean, you know, I take each day for what it's worth. I mean, some days are good, some days are bad, but I mean, you still have to, you know, believe in, in the process and believe that what you're doing is, is, you know, what is going to pay off in the end. And I, I think it is now, I mean, my, my satisfaction comes from, um other folks that can relate to my music so if they you know if they they reach out to me and tell me you know this song means a lot to me um you know it's relatable i've had that and there's nothing more satisfying as an artist to know that there's a song that someone someone likes that you wrote that you opened up yourself to somebody else to have a listen to what you went through and and they can you know they can relate to that i mean that that's that's what it's all about as a songwriter's dream you know I've had your song on repeat now for a few days <laughs> and I'm just, that's good. just can't get over it. You know, it's blasting in the car right now. And that's good, buddy, man. That's yeah. that, you know what? And again, I mean, to get that reaction, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's what you want, man. And it motivates you to keep going. You know, you think about for myself at least, 
everyone's got their own version of peace or paradise and just the good times. Yeah. And you took me back there. So thank oh, you. That's cool, that. man. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I sincerely appreciate that, man. That's, um, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, you think about simple times in life and those are the beautiful times, aren't they often? Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Uh, and I've been fortunate enough to grow up in a, in a place where, you know, you can get away from town real quick and, and, and in a place where there's nothing but, you know, silence and beauty. And, um, there's something to be said about that. And I think, you know, I'm not your Alberta put on a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, kind of country guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, that grew up loving and listening to country music. Um, and there's a lot of country music here in Newfoundland as well. Um, not so much from an artistic perspective, but, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of people here to listen to country music and, uh, I, I just grew up on it and I love it and I can relate to it. I can relate to it all. Um, you know, growing up in the back roads and growing up, um, uh, you know, fishing and hunting and, um, all of this stuff. So, you know, I can, I can definitely relate to the country for sure. music scene for sure. You know, I wonder when you look at Canada as a whole, you, you start at the far East coast and you go say Newfoundland, would it be more, fiddle then you go nova scotia it's bagpipes is there certain sounds or is that overall canadian music is just yeah so the the, the cape breton sound is kind of it's kind of made its way over to newfoundland um there there is an authentic cape breton fiddle sound it's more of like a celtic right. um celtic kind of vibe it has its own brand really but i mean newfoundland traditional irish music is what we call it um is Newfoundland has its own thing. We're more accordion based, but I mean, there's, there's so much culture and, um, and, you know, and, and just folk music in Newfoundland. And it, it, it really originates from the Irish, um, and, and, and Irish culture. Um, I know a good buddy of mine, Darcy Broderick, he's an award-winning, um, uh, musician with the Irish descendants. He toured with the Irish descendants for years. He's an absolutely amazing fiddle player and he's taken, his father's craft and his father had, had Irish in him and, and that, that kind of stuff kind of morphed it into, um, you know, what he's doing today. And it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. I, I, I think about, you know, the McMasters in, in Cape Breton and uh, Natalie and, um, and, and her abilities and, and what she's done over the years. She's kind of, you know, taken that Cape Bretoner Celtic sound and made it her own and, and made it their own over there. And, um, it's uh, it's all relatable. Uh, what sure. I'm trying to say, I guess, is is it's it's all in the it's same kind of mesh. Yeah, yeah, but it has its own, it has its own sound, you know. Yeah, I have a few friends from Newfoundland. It is on my bucket list to go to. You know, I want to awesome. go see George Street. I want to see yeah the landscapes. Oh my goodness, Nova Scotia, yeah, yeah. Newfoundland. Um, but yeah. they, a couple of my friends, they always say, "Who's your father?" Is that what they say out there? Is that a phrase yeah I, yeah who, who's your father yeah yeah i mean well i, I guess uh, <laughs> i guess I, yeah no I, I guess what they're trying to say is you know uh, it's it's such a small town or kind right. of small town vibe and all that kind of stuff when you say who's your father they're asking you know they're asking if they if they know your father right so you know they, they'll ask that yeah oh who's your dad if they hear a last name and who's your dad or who's your father what's your father's name because everyone and knows everyone, back. give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely what that is for yeah. sure. Where do you see yourself in the next five years, or what do you hope for? If this was a digital capsule, what do we hope for? Yeah. 
I just want to continue releasing music, man, to be honest. And, and, you know, I have, I have goals, personal goals in mind. I mean, I watched the CCMA awards last week, um, you know, and, and, uh, I, I was unable to go to that, um, due to some, uh, things I had to stay home for here, but, uh, I went, uh, last year and, uh, you know, I, I've, I've made it a personal goal. I want to be on that stage. I want to be performing on that stage. I want to be nominated for awards. I, you know, I'm, I, I don't really want to stop until I'm at the top and, and, um, I I'm, I'm extremely motivated now because I know that the industry knows who I am now. Um, and they're expecting results. So, I mean, you know, for me, it's, it's, you know, do some more co-writing, um, you know, get in touch with more industry people. I've talked to a lot of radio across Canada and, um, you know, I feel, and, and the country music scene here is so small. Um, so, and I mean, you know, again, as I said before, there's people that expect me to succeed and it, it's something that, that I, 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 I take pride in that. And, 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 you know, I, I really want to be successful in this industry and I have already been quite successful in the last couple of years. I just want to, you know, I want to be the next Tim Hicks or, yes. you know, Brett Kissel or this guy, you, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I want to do that and I want to put in the work and I want to, want to. Um, I guess, you know, be respectful in the same sense, because, you know, I, I, I've only I've only been here a couple of years. I mean, you know, Gord Bamford's been around for years and years and years. And these guys have put in so much work to, to get to where they are today. Right. And I want to be one of those people, you know, for sure. When you look at, I guess, individuals out there that have helped you, um, not just musically, but personally as to grow. Yeah. What are some of the things you'd say to that little boy or the young Justin back in the day to build confidence, to have um, growth within himself? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I've, I've had a lot of lessons in life um, and I, I, I wasn't the most perfect child growing up and everything else. And I remember my dad telling me uh, when I came back from Canaan Idol, I was I was 21 years old and I was just, you know, I was ready to party. Right. So, I mean. Um, and it was, it happened around the same time that I started going, um, going to school and I ended up dropping out of, uh, of college, um, to go in and, and get my degree because I wanted to, I wanted to play music. And, um, my dad was really hard on me for that. And he, he really wanted me to go back to school, um, and get an education. So, I mean, what I would say now is, you know, for, for me, I've been able to do this and set my own foundation of my own life. And then kind of focus on the music after I went back to school, I got my degree. Um, and, and my, my, my father always said to me, you know, go get your education and then worry about the music after, because at least you got something to fall back on if it doesn't work out for you. And the music industry is very, very hard to break through. Um, and I look back on that now and, you know, uh, I went back to school, I got my education and now I can focus, I've got a family and now I can focus on the music. And I think it's something that, um, I, I struggle with at the time, but it was the best thing that I, I ever done. And I think, you know, looking back on it now, I, I've got Kaylee in, in, um, my, my daughter, she's in voice lessons now in piano. Um, so I, I'd never done any of that. I just picked up a guitar and I had, I think I had three lessons, um, that taught me like three chords or something like that. And I just took off from there and I just learned it all on my own. Um, but Kay- I, I've got Kaylee started at a young age. I, I feel like she's a great singer. Um, she's she's going to be a great singer. She's got so much interest in in music and everything else. And you know, rewinding back, if I had my time back, uh, I got music 
at a young age, and I was all influenced by music, but I didn't really understand kind of, um, you know, the, uh, the uh, I guess, you know, the, the, the logic of music and how it worked from a, from a, I guess, an educational standpoint. I was always just a guy to strum a few chords and whatever, you know. Before we get going here, yeah, do you want to remain an independent artist or would you like a label to pick you up? I think I think my focus could be you know I, I've said this in the past I've I've loved to work with a label I think there's massive opportunity if you know if a label would sign you know me and and work with me on that sense uh, for a lot of reasons I think independent artists really struggle with the um, the things that labels can do a lot easier um, nice. and a lot better um and you know and one example of those things are you know the management services they provide and their ability to um social media to arrive on um, their home and there's budget for for that stuff and um you know I, i'd love to sign with a label i've always said that i would work with you know um you know all, all the labels the major labels i mean to have an opportunity to uh to to work with some some a company like that is unbelievable and in saying that uh as an independent artist it's extremely hard to keep doing what these label artists are doing because you got to remember you have to to turn heads in this industry you have to compete with label artists um so i mean that's a constant it's a constant education for me it's a constant uh i wouldn't call it a struggle but i mean it's it's something that you have to keep in mind going forward you have to compete Every song that you write, every song that you produce, every song that you release needs to needs to compete with label artists, um, and it's you know it's it's that mindset that you've got to have. You've always got to try and be at the top. You know? Sure. Do you think you could sing a little bit of acapella of "Laid Back Kind of Night" for me? Oh, I got I got my guitar right next to me too. Oh, I, I love it, you, man. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Wow, <sighs> man. All right. Oh, I gotta see if it's in two. That's good enough. Let's get to the back roads, baby. Just you and I. Let's meet in the middle of this laid back on the night. Let's see the world behind us and touch the sky. Let's meet in the middle of this laid Forget forever and live for the night. We can sing along, maybe we'll watch the sunrise. Let's get to the by roads, baby. Just you and I. Let's meet in the middle of this laid back kind of night. Let's leave the world behind us and touch the sky. Let's meet in the middle of this laid back kind of night. How's that for you? Justin Fancy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. Holy. Yeah. Gives me goosebumps. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you again. And uh, hopefully if I ever make it out there or vice versa, keep, keep me posted. Absolutely, man. And uh, I, I can show you around for sure. I'll show you a good time on George. No doubt. <laughs> I would love it. Cool. Yeah. Thanks again, brother. Take care, man. Okay. See you later.